Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Now, uh, fine. Watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of your ministry. Amen. Now, put up the amplified version of this scripture. But as for you, all right, fulfill the duties of your ministry. Put another version, Living Bible. Fully carry out the ministry God has given you. Do what? Fully carry out the ministry God has given you. Fully carry out the ministry God has given you. Amen. Are you ready to fully carry out the ministry God has given you? God gives us ministry and He expects us to fully carry it out. Fully carry it out. Amen. Now, the reason why we are targeting 25,000 attendants is. To fully express the pastoral ministry. We want to fully carry out the ministry of the pastor. Be able to gather every Sunday. At least. It's not a big target. Amen. And so, you know, because we can have 100 people. We can have 200. We can have 300. We can have 5,000. We can have 6,000. But we can have 10,000. We can have twenty thousand, and we can have twenty-five thousand. So why, 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 Let me ask you: Why do we need? Why would we want ten thousand or even twenty-five thousand? You ask me. What do I need? Look, on Sunday I was preaching, and I walked from one end to the other. It's very far. And you see, people, people. I, I have a different view from you. I keep looking, I've been I'll be walking up for long distance. Yes. And people, 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 plenty. In terms of money, we have enough money. In terms of cars, I have a car already. My car has a CD player, it has air conditioner, it has Bluetooth, even. It has Bluetooth. When, when you see my car, when I speak on the phone, it comes in the whole car as a loudspeaker. Can you imagine that? Power windows. Everything that you can imagine in the car, I have it in my car. What else do I want? Yes, I have everything. I, well, 10,000 or 5,000 or 20,000, it's not going to change anything from my life. Think about it. Yes. It's not going to change my life. What, why do I want to move to me? 
if the church's income is small, I don't get a percentage of the church, what the church gets. It doesn't give me money. It doesn't make anything different for me. Why? Why, why, why is this one verse fully carry out the ministry you have been given? That is the reason why you want to do more. It's so that what you have been given, eh, you fully carry it out to the utmost level that it would have been carried out when you were living on earth. Not that you get to heaven and say, ah, you could have done more. You could have done a bit more. You could have gone far further. You didn't fully do it the way you could have done it. Yes. You didn't do it fully to the level that you could have done. You just did about 60%. You just did 30% of your actual ability. What gift I gave you. You didn't use it much. You could have done much more. So you see, there comes a time, if you are not motivated by God, you you not do the ministry well. It's true. Because at a point, you have money that you need. You have somewhere to stay. I have even accommodation. Where to live, I have. Can you believe it? I have it already. Yes. I'm not struggling for accommodation, rent, car, food, nothing. So why more? Why 20,000? What's the hassle about? You know, one day, one of our pastors was having a meeting with some pastors. And one of the pastors asked him, do you get tired? Are, are you not tired? Then he asked him, do, do you rest? Because he seemed too eager to do the work of God. He was now asking, do you rest? Take your time. Is that the question you are going to ask? You will ask that question, I know. When you are not following like what Paul said, make full proof of your ministry. Carry it out of the utmost possibility of your life. Take it to World Cup. I want to take pastoral work to World Cup. Apostolic work to World Cup. Teaching to World Cup level. Uh, prophetic ministry to World Cup level. Yes. Evangelism to World Cup. Everything. I want to carry it out fully. Yeah. To the, to the highest possible level that it can go. Yes. Are you listening to me? That's why I'm having this camp with you. Even though we have 3,000 churches, I want to have 25,000 churches. Yes, I want to have 25,000 churches. Yeah. I want to have 25,000 churches. I want to send more people and start more branches. I know, I know, I'm not happy with the number of branches we have at all. I feel that the church is not growing well. Yes. Why? Because I need more. I mean, I've I've already crossed out. How many people have 100 churches? Like 100 real churches. Even our buildings that we have, is almost 1,000 buildings. Yes. Why more? Because I want to fully carry out whatever God has given me to the ultimate maximum possibility. What do you think? Is it fantastic and amazing? Powerful and wonderful? Are you also going to carry out your ministry to the utmost? Yes. It's not about money. You have been given to take it to the, I mean, the extreme possibility that it can ever be. Yes. I always encourage the crusade directors. The crusade we have, it should be the best, the biggest, the ultimate 
Everything should be the highest. When I'm praying for, let's say, I want higher miracles, the ultimate types of miracles. Anything, I want it to go to the maximum possibility. When I used to drive fast, I, I know no longer drive that way, but I used to look at the speedometer of a car to see the capabilities of it. See that this car goes to 240. This car goes to 290. So it's that when you are driving at 60, there's more power in the car. You know, I was speaking to one brother who was telling me he drives from Germany to Switzerland every week. Friday comes on Monday. He drives 240. Yes. German autobahn. There's no speed limit. 200 kilometers. 240 kilometers per hour. Yes. I mean, he's taking the car. You see, this dude, he's taking it to its maximum. Like, what it can do is to do it. And the motorways in Germany, there's no speed limit. It's one of the unusual things about their, their country. They don't have speed limit. They can go at any speed. The Ottoman. And they have made cars for such things. I see you going to the ultimate. Amen. Now. Verse 6. Verse 6. I am now ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. Now this verse does not only apply to old people. Some of you feel that when you are old and you write this, I am now ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. No. The time of everybody's departure is at hand. You are a step from not being in this world. Yes. Everybody who died never expected to die. So you must Prepare and die at any time. Yes. So the time of your departure is also at hand. At hand doesn't mean it's close, it's far. It is at hand. Everybody lives according to the time that God gives. One day I visited a pastor in the church. He told me of a certain disease that they had. And I told him, I have not seen that disease in the church. He said, because of age. Because of age. He said, my church, many, many have died. He said, many of my members have died. The need to look at eternity, focus on eternity, and work always thinking, one day I may even sleep and wake up and I'll be in another world. I have another world in view. 
That's one of the things that keeps some years ago I must have about twenty years I was trying to my summer song for five years. It had a profound effect. I was going to visit one of our churches and I was trying. I announced it, but I felt like a pilot. I said, 30 minutes will be arrived. 30 minutes we were in the bush. Yes. When I came out of the accident, I went to see, like I came, like it was always. When I came, one night I was coming home, I helped outside. After that, I said, no. Maybe I should, I should be sure that I was So I checked my Bible and said, he that delivered and is baptized. And I said, Although I've been baptized, I need to be baptized again to be sure that my whole body went under the water. <sighs> so I went for another baptism. Sure. And since then, I've been preparing to die. Every, almost everything I do, you will see death is possible. Written in business. Every book of mine that you read has written somewhere. Death is possible. That's why I wrote it. Sometimes I write it with speed because I know it's possible. I'm not there. There are things I do, I have in mind, maybe I'll not be there. <laughs> Since my Tamale accident, I was shocked. Hey! Because I knew that, oh, media. Since I'm serving the Lord, 80 plus, God need, God need. I was rudely awakened. God needs you. Then you don't know God. It's nice you're around. But if you like, do not be around. You see your replacements rushing to take your place. Just travel. Go away somewhere and come. For a short time, by the time you come, you see that the system has changed. Oh, you don't understand my English words. <laughs> young man, young lady. If God has called you, give yourself to him now that you are nice and young and your brains are working. Yes, I am ready to be offered. You must be able to say that every day. I'm ready to be offered. I'm ready to be offered. Are you ready to be offered? Have you thought about it? Yes. Let me tell you something about death. You know, at your age, okay, some people will die even in their twenties. The first pastor I buried was twenty-seven. Was twenty-seven years. He walked into the hospital himself. When I got, he was wearing a, a batik shirt. I did that shirt. Yeah, it was six months. Back. Yeah. 
some will die in their thirties. Some will die in their thirties. Few, but it always there is. If you speak to another person, the person can give you advice. There are some tragedies and there are some one of one of one of people that die as well. Then from a certain age, more people begin to die from sickness. Then they increase again and more and then more. Then by a certain age, your mates are few. If you are having a party, only six people can come. No, 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 nobody knows you. Your friend's children are the ones that come. You yourself, your friends are finished. One day I was with a certain man and he took his diary. Those of used to have telephones. And he was going to, he said, ah, all my friends are dead. He was going to, all my friends are dead. He's still alive. At that time, his friends were dead. Now he's over 90. If in about 20 years ago, all the friends in his telephone book were gone, how much more now? In the end, everybody who used to live does not live anymore. That's why today we have few people, like for instance, we have something called the Veterans Association. Veterans Association of Ghana. You see, because Ghana used to be part of the British colonies, British Empire. During the Second World War, 1939, when Britain went to war, Britain mobilized its entire empire from around the world, including the empire of Ghana. Ghana was part of its empire. And so soldiers were taken from Ghana, Ghanaian soldiers, and were taken, including my father and were taken from Ghana to go and fight in the Second World War. So my father and was taken to Burma. So, so all those soldiers who survived the war came back they are the ones who went to demonstration to fight for independence. 28th February, you know which uh, is I don't know which is 48. Yes. 1947. So we had a 57. Are you with me? Yeah. Now, last week they were doing independence celebration and there was a march passed that the group that came up, Veterans Association and apparently they were finished. Veterans were finished. I think the veterans children or veterans some the people in the association they are all gone. So that's how come in some years almost everybody is so not be alive. Let's say 50 years in 60, 70 years everyone of us will die long not Some people may be holding my book and say, look, this is what he said. They may even come into this hotel. And you're talking to about me, ask maybe I am speaking about John Wesley. Yeah. Amazing. Hmm. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Are you still around or you are leaving? Don't be sad when I talk about death. 
Just let it make you sit up and be wise. Yeah. When you want to really serve God, you serve him when you are young. You start from when you are young. Every career which results in something good happening, it comes when people decide to do it when they are young. And they persist on it. By the age of 40, you see that you have achieved something great. Usually, if you are going to succeed in something, by 40, you have achieved it. Yes. My mother, my mother said, 50s are your golden years. That's what my mother said. She said in the 50s, it's different. Everything is different from the mid 40s. Is that they are like golden years because you don't need anything and your children go out. And other things. In the 50s, to a lot of bad things But also a lot of good things. Are you still around or you are leaving? Yes. So if you want to serve God, choose to serve Him. Serve Him adequately. Make full proof of your ministry. Take things to the ultimate, maximum logical conclusion that it can ever take. And see what God can do. Amen? Are you still around or you are leaving? Amazing. Now, verse 7. We are giving you the seventh point. Hmm. Have you got a lot of points in this campaign? Yeah, this is a real apostle talking. He says, I have fought a good fight. Huh? I've fought a good fight. I've finished my course. I've kept the faith. Three important things that you need to do. One, fight. Number two, finish. And number three, keep something. So fighting. You need fighting. So don't be afraid of war films. From now, war films, anybody who is fighting in any film, watch it and learn something because you are in a fight. You are in a what? Even Chinese. You'll find out that Chinese fighting, it is also practice and surprises. And also countering things that are put against you. Because you come with snake's fists. Somebody comes with cat's paws, eagle's claws. Because he watches nature and he saw a cat killing a snake. And he realized that this snake can be killed by a cat. So sometimes the devil has a big strike against you, but you have to have a counter strike. That's why we have what we call counter intelligence. Counter intelligence. There's intelligence and there's counter intelligence. What strike is the enemy putting up against you? You need to fight back. I said you need to fight back. Don't sit down and be overcome by evil. Fight back. Fight back. From today, any film you watch is an education for you. Yeah, because a lot of film about fighting things. Is it not true? You see Rambo, you see even James Bond, you see Terminator, you see Chinese film. As soon as you sit down and you watch, you say, Lord, spirit of revelation, come upon me now. 
spirit of revelation. And you see that the Holy Ghost will be present and he will be showing you something. Yes. Yes. Are you there or you are leaving? Yes. Spirit of revelation. You will learn a lot. Yes. When I watch so many things that I watch, I start to see how to fight. I learn how to fight. Yes. When I watch Hitler, I say, my goodness, this man. Yes. He had different types of transportation. He had a train, his own train. Yes, he had his own train, his own plane, his cars. He used Mercedes Benz, convoys. Different ways they tried to kill him 42 times. They never could kill him until he himself killed himself. Did it work? Yes. <laughs> yes. Are you listening? Yes. I fought a good fight. Sit down. Listen. Paul said, I have done what? I have fought. In other words, I was good at fighting. Are you good at fighting? That's my, my real office. It looks like a war room. If you come to my real office, it looks like a war room. There are many springs and many things going on there. So many things are being monitored. Yes. You will think that you are in a war room. Because we are in a war room. I was good at fighting. Or I was good at fighting back. When they strike, they strike back. Like when they slap me, I slap him back. When he slapped me, I also slap him back. You see, a Ghanaian married a white lady. And after some time, the white lady realized that she could slap the husband and he wouldn't do anything. So he would slap him and he would be feeling polite as he's looking at her. But one day he decided that so he was there one day when she slapped it. As soon as she slapped her, he gave her one right back. Hey! That was that was the last slap. From that day, he was never slapped again. You must learn counter strikes. Look, at the end of your life, I want you to be able to say, I was good at fighting. I was good at what? Fighting. And then I was good at fighting back. Yes. Strike back. You they slap you, you are sitting down three granuts. 
plan your counter strike. Next time you get a slap, then. What slap has the devil given you? Huh? What slaps is the enemy trying to give you? Where is your right hand? Shine your fingers, shine your palm, him back. Oh, gee, I love me. Are you going to sit down for the enemy to be slapping you? Left right and A grown up like you. Look at the dirty slap that you receive. Hey! Everybody lift your palm and shine your palm. Get ready for a counter strike. Amen. Sit down. Slaps. When you watch the karate fighters, when you do something, then they block it. Where is your blocking stroke? I need to see your blocker, your blocker, your blocker. When they are striking, you do this. Some of you are not good at blocking. I say you are not good at blocking things. even comes before counter strikes you are just blocking the one it keeps coming you might not have to block it the enemy has taken you to a corner part to finish you off with a pepper you also not go and find another pepper to also put it into his hand by the end of your life you must people must say you are good at fighting you are good at fighting back. Do you know Golan? Do you know Golan? I'll tell you about Golan. When you go to Israel, you'll be there soon. One of the main places to go if you can go is Golan. You see, during the Yom Kippur War, they invaded from the north, they invaded from Syria, Jordan, Egypt, from below, everywhere they surrounded, they were trying to take. That time they were having a festival in Israel. So they were taken by surprise. Their intelligence failed. And they fought three sides up in the north, the south, everywhere they were fighting. And they lost initially, but they gained back where they were fighting. And not just gaining, they went to this Golan. Golan is some high mountains, not so high, but 
high hills at the top of Israel. So the Syrians used to use that place. They stand there and you can see Israel. They shoot down. And there are many guns. They shoot 26 miles. A gun can shoot 26 miles. Missiles, everything. They see when they fire. So that's where the Syrians used to. They used to be on the top of that mountain. But when the young people, when they were winning, they decided to go up to take the Golan Heights. So they went up and they sacked the Syrians from there. And since that war, the Golan Heights has belonged to Israel. Do you see? They refused to give it up. But you attacked us, so we have also taken something extra. You are going to show the enemy. I say, every Golan in your life, eh? Instead of the war ending as a defeat, it will rather lead you to go and take over Golan. Whatever looks like a shame and a defeat is going to turn around and you'll be up there at the Golan. What you even used to look at and imagine, the war that they've started has given you an opportunity to take the Golan Heights. I see you on top of your Golan. I see you at the top of your Golan. I see you at the top of your Golan. Sit down. Yeah. So you see, sometimes you are good at fighting. And you are good at what? Fighting back. So after some time, the thing turns around. And the enemy wishes that he hadn't attacked you in the first place. Because the thing is turning into something else now. Satan will regret taking you Satan is going to regret taking. By the end of your life, people will say, Charlie, the guy was good at fighting. Charlie, she's good at fighting. Charlie, the guy is good at fighting. Even the demons, when they are sent to fight with you, they say, oh, Charlie, this guy, you know, if you can send me to another location, please. This guy is quite some way. He will get up at 3 a.m. and start binding us. He will be mentioning our names. Everybody is asleep. And he alone will be binding. Hey! He will be taking over Golan Heights every week. Amen. 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 Amazing. How many have felt that the devil has brought you low? How many have felt that this one there, Charlie? Where I've reached now, I can't go back up. You are going to be on top of the Golan. Keep watching. They regret ever attacking Israel. I have I have a, a film of 50 years of war with Israel. Yes. History. One battle after that. Every time they do something, it turns around. They try. Yes. They try. Yes. Fighting back. Fighting back. Fighting is not by power. Pa, 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 pa. Have to. 
Prepare yourself. Do what? Prepare yourself. Fight back. Fight back. Most of the fights are started by the devil. Because are you not moving peacefully in your world? How many realize that you were moving peacefully in your life, trying to just follow the Lord and just move along? Before you realize there is an issue. So where is this one too from? I've come to Bible school. I want to serve the Lord. I want to work in full-time ministry. All I want to do is to serve the Lord. What is all this? Learn to fight back. Satan will think twice before he attacks you again. They'll go and collect senior demons before they take you on. Yes. You are good at fighting. 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 Paul said, I have fought a good fight. Yes. Sit down. As you've come to the Bible school, some of you are fighting for your lives. Because where you came from, eh, you, you know what I'm saying. You see, the devil look at you and say, you, eh, you, eh, you are finished. But God is giving you the ability to fight back. Tell your neighbor, we are pushing. We are pushing back the darkness. Yes. We are pushing back the darkness. Darkness wants to envelop you. How many are going to enjoy these films even more? Even a film like Born ultimatum and bond or these type of people you see that they are fighting something the world is against them born identity and those type of guys hey! something is always fighting him chasing him yes he was just in his life and then the whole thing has turned yeah. so me when i watch all these films sometimes i look there are films that I look at orangus. I watch a film with just traitors. Traitors. Yeah. At a point in the film, what happens when those you trust turn out to be birds of another feather? Hey! I was shaking. I said, man! <laughs> you see what happens when those you trust turn out to be birds of another feather? And he pointed and said, all these people you thought you trusted and they were birds of another film. Not knowing that they were part of the orangus and the traitors in the film. And they were moving, there were six of them. Not knowing that three of them were birds of another feather. I've watched films where orangus were pinned down. One orangu was pinned up, pinned up. It is, it is, it is. The other one. The guy was doing it. 
They told him, you are finished. You are finished. You will be soon telling Judas, you are finished. Amen. You will be soon speaking to Absalom. You will be telling him, Charlie, you are finished. Amen. You will be soon speaking to Ham, mockers of their fathers, and tell him, you are finished. It's Amen. over. It's over. You will soon be telling Ahithophels and betrayers, you are finished. Amen. You will soon be telling all kinds of characters. Who have lifted up their heels and their horns against you. You are finished. It's over. It's over. Are you listening? You say. Now sit down. I don't trust Now, I have finished my course. You see, your course is different from my course. When you see people in the universe, everybody has a different course. So what course are you doing? So I'm geography. What course are you doing? Classics. What course are you doing? Medicine. What course are you doing? Carpentry. Wow. That's why in the ministry, never imagine yourself in a group. Everybody is on his own. In a sense. Everybody is on his own. Yes. Different course. Different course. I, I have a course as an apostle. What is the work of an apostle? FFGJ. Foundations. Fathering. Governing. Judging. I wrote a book, Bishops Governing and what is your your cause maybe your cause is sin maybe your cause is help I don't know what your cause try to finish it well Those who run 100 meters are different from those who run even 1,500. I had a friend who used to run 1,500. He couldn't run. I have friends of different types. I have 100 meters friends. I have a friend. One day I was in the university with him. I said, let me check your heart rate. He told me his heart, his heart was like 40. 40. You know, the normal heart rate is about 80. But his heart was about 40. Because he ran long the heart is very strong health. That's my friend. Different from hundred meters from ready study? Go, ten seconds they finish their work. Hundred meters ten seconds. Fifteen seconds and for some of us five minutes. <laughs> Man. You get it? 
Somebody is running. Somebody is throwing shots. Somebody is jumping. Everybody has some. Make sure you take your step to the right. I remember one guy was excited. Raise it. <laughs> and then they raise it. How much is it? One, no, 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 no. Raise it. Yes. So they raise it. Now he was ready. Run. Under the thing. <laughs> Just run under. <laughs> You see, he couldn't jump at all. So he realized that he couldn't. So he just ran under the high jump and went out. <laughs> yes. Finishing your course and making foolproof is not just with words. Raise it higher, raise it higher, raise it higher. It's something you have to practice. You can't just be raising things and then thing that you get there. You have to practice and develop. He ran under the high jump straight. Maybe even attempts. <laughs> the high jump became a bridge. <laughs> yes. He just ran straight under the bridge. Yes. <laughs> I see you finishing whatever course. Now, finish what you started. What have you, what have you started? I want everything that I started. I want it to finish. If you have a beautiful Mercedes Benz without one time, it's still can be used. Sometimes I see people working and they don't finish the work. Yeah, you have worked hard, but it's not finished. If you have a beautiful car with three tires, just one tire is there to add it, and you don't have that tire, you are still not finished. Are you listening to me? I have kept the faith. Sit down. Is it hot? Is it cool? It's now normal, isn't it? Yes. Are you appreciating Anakazo? Yes. Now, I have kept the faith. Do you know what it means? I still believe what I believe. I have kept the faith. Like what I faith is what I kept it and I still believe. I still believe everything. Sometimes when I'm reading my books, my old Bible, I look to see what I still believe. Whether I can still write it the same. It's true. 
Because you know, as time goes by, sometimes the way things go, you see that you can't even say something. You wouldn't even write that. You wouldn't even use certain examples. Or the example has gone against you. Hey! But Paul was able to say, number one, I'm good at fighting. Number two, my particular course. I finished that course. And then number three, what I started believing. It's a very great statement. These three statements. Many people started believing in discipleship, evangelism, soul winning, Bible study, believing the Bible. When you ask them, what are you doing? They say, what, what verse is that? What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? What does God say? What is the Spirit saying? Now, don't believe that anymore. You see them here saying different things. And they cannot see, as Paul said, I have kept the faith. Most of the church do not believe in homosexual. Many churches accept homosexual as normal. We don't accept it as normal. We don't accept it as normal. We accept it as a sin. Accept not the sins. But many churches, even priests, accept it and are homosexual. They have clubs, gay clubs meeting in the church. That is why 90% of the churches in Europe are empty, are being converted into dance halls. They have hundreds of properties that nobody uses anymore. Because when you don't keep the faith, the church changes. Everything changes. Are you listening to me? Beautiful. Now, we are moving on. Verse 8. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Amen. Do you love the appearing of Jesus Christ? Yes. Are you going to be wearing your crown? Yes. I mean, think about somebody like you. Where would you have a crown in this life? Huh? I have another world in view, in view. I have another world in view. I have another world in view, in view. I have another world in view. Savior's come to prepare me.
reminds me of when I was in scripture union. Yes. 1979. 1980. When I met Betty and she was introducing me to Christianity. These are the songs we used to sing. I have another world in view. And I'm happy that today I still believe. It, it shows that I've kept the faith. Like I still believe these things. It's a very important song to me. Come on, let's sing it. I have another world in view. for me a crown of he had another world in view in that world he saw a crown of righteousness with the Lord the righteous that shall give me as I'm going to get a crown on that day and not only to me but all those that love his appearance those that are looking for him do you have another world in view come on I have another world to your song.
Jesus. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.